Welcome back to Community Voices on NPR, Illinois, 91.9 UIS. I'm co-host Randy Eccles. We have another community member we're happy to have in as a guest today. Terrence Jordan is here to talk about Real Men Read. Terrence, it's great to have you here. What's your role with Real Men Read? It's great to be here, Randy. And my role is the organizer of Real Men Read, honestly. It's something that has been on my mind to bring back for about two years now. This year, we were able to secure the funding. We used some of our extra funding, the COVID relief funding, to to purchase the supplies for Real Men Read. We were able to make this happen, and it's really an exciting time for our district. Who are you looking to engage with for Real Men Read? We're looking to engage with the community. We're looking to engage with the students and the teachers. This is one of the ways that we can bring our community back into our schools. Uh, for the past few years, we've been telling people to stay away and not come into our schools. Wear a mask. And that's right. <laughs> <laughs> then once we've gotten past that stage, people have still been hesitant in some respects to come back into school. This is one of the opportunities and one of the ways that we are saying Come on back. We need you. We miss you. It's going to be beneficial to our students, beneficial to our teachers, and beneficial to our community as a whole. Do you have any current priority in the program? Our priority right now is just recruiting readers. We have a program that's outlined. We've done a lot of work beforehand to get everything scheduled and settled and set up. And we thought about everything to the point of putting addresses and trying to make it easy for our volunteers volunteers to be able to set aside one hour a month to come and read. One hour a month. One hour a month. And it's not really one hour a month because in reality, it would be hard to keep kids engaged and sit there and listen to you read for an hour. Honestly, the program probably is more like 30 to 45 minutes a month. If somebody wants to volunteer who's listening right now, how would they do that? They can contact me at Springfield School District 186. I can. My email address is tejordan at sps186.org. We have flyers that are posted on our website and our Instagram page. Within the flyer, there's an embedded sign up for that. What's the website address? SPS. 186.org. It sounds really interesting. You know, I want to go into some more detail, but how has the community response been so far? Oh, it's been amazing. To be perfectly honest, we have a wait list of people that are waiting to participate. Right now, we're looking to expand the program a little bit. Initially, it was just for third grade, but now we're looking to expand it to potentially add some fourth grade because people have really responded well. Is there a role for non-male volunteers? There's not, but we're exploring how we can be more inclusive of other genders. The focus is on male because our males are not seen as readers in a lot of cases. And I'm not saying that our males don't read to our kids or read to their kids at home. What I'm saying is usually male finds other ways to be engaged with their children, like going fishing or sports or gaming, more of those kind activities. of activities, yeah. right? By no means are we saying that males are not engaged, but we want males to be viewed as readers as well because the data tells us that our boys don't read as much as our uh, girls. I have a daughter, and she's got a book in her hand almost all the time. Yeah. 
And I'm sure your son, if you had one, I don't know if you do or not, but he nope. probably have an iPad or <laughs> outside playing sports or something all the time. We know that these behaviors, these ideas around reading start at an early age. So if we can get kids to visualize and see males reading while they're adolescents or younger, then it's likely that they can um, start those habits. Because we know that those kind of habits start from a kid. When you're a kid and you were reading, you're an adult and you're reading. If I'm in third grade right now where it starts and a volunteer comes in to read. We mentioned why it's important to see a male read. Are mm-hmm. there other reasons why it's important to have that male person? Oh, come yeah. In? I wouldn't even just say specifically males. The importance of having a male reader is because we want our males to see males as readers and so they can see themselves as a reader. It's important for kids to see adults reading because it, there's so many things that they can learn from that. They can learn fluency. They can learn how to look at the picture and make inferences about stories. Overall, there's a lot more emphasis on reading to kids than just a male reading to kids. It's important when somebody comes in, if I'm a volunteer, I read the book. Do I pick the book? Does somebody else? How does oh, that work? That's a great question. We were able to purchase a program from Scholastic. It's called Real. It's Real. R-E-A-L. And it means read, excel, achieve, and lead. And it's actually a national read aloud program that Scholastic has. And they have books that we can purchase. It's already playing out what book to read, what month. The books are diverse. They include multiple different races, everything. So they thought about everything in this program. We explored that. We did a little research. The books even come with mentor cards. It's a card that uh, the reader gets that has questions that they can ask the students. They tell them what page to ask. Sometimes as an educator, we forget that this stuff is second nature to us to ask kids questions, to how to engage kids in the read aloud to make it more impactful. For some people that haven't worked in this career, like me for the past 20 years, that may be intimidating. So we wanted to eliminate that as a barrier. We actually have the books. We have the mentor cards with that information. Each reader gets a bag. They get every book beforehand so that they can practice, they can read. I wouldn't advise anyone giving me a book the day I walk into a group of kids and tell me to read it. I'm a, I don't know how well that would go. <laughs> a cold read can be tough, right? It can be so, tough. How are the teachers involved in this? What role do they play in this? Their role is to actually coordinate with the mentor what days that they can come. They are to prep the kids and get them ready. Teachers are just excited about this too because a lot of our teachers have reached out to me saying, thank you for bringing this back. I'm so happy because I have to give our superintendent recognition but when we talked about this this was something that she wanted to bring back to our district she was able to help me to find the funding to make this happen jennifer gill um, made jennifer this gill happen. yes she made this happen the funding comes as you said from a pandemic grant yep and it's called esser it was some federal funds that we received because of the pandemic and it's primarily used for learning recovery is it a very expensive program i guess the books are the primary cost yeah the books are the primary cost and it, it's somewhat expensive i think that we spent around 
185000 that is for the next three years. If a person signs up today, right now it's just for the half of a year because we're starting in January, but we purchase enough supplies to go for two additional years. So every student gets to keep a copy of the yes, book? Yes, every student gets their own copy of the book. So we have about a thousand third grade students, so we had to purchase 4,000 books just <laughs> wow. to, for the remainder of this year. And all the elementary schools. And every elementary school, every third grader, and every school is participating in That's this. That's great impact. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it is a great impact. It's a district-wide initiative. We're including teachers, we're schools, the community. We have people from all walks of life that are volunteered to read. How do you measure how the program does, what it's affected. We're expecting that kids will be able to enjoy reading more. We're expecting that teachers will respond and let us know that the male students in particular are reading more. We're expecting their their scores to increase. The one part about this is that we're building home libraries for those students because those students get a copy of the book that was read and they get to keep it at home. And along with that, we talked about the, the mentor cards. There's a family card too where the family can read the book together and there are questions and activities that they can do around that book. Are these like early novels or are they picture books? That's the unique thing about the books. When I talked about diversity, it wasn't just about gender and race. It's about the type of books as well because some are picture books, some are early chapter books. So it's just a, a mixture of everything. But you know when someone loves a book and they get to take it home, it gets dog-eared because they yeah, read it over and over They read it again. over and over. And so these kids are going to have a home library that will help build. Again, this program you mentioned is restarted. It existed yeah. before? Yeah, it was here a while back, so I'm not going to take any credit and say that I'm the originator of this. No, by no means is that the truth. We had a similar program it had to be about 10 years ago. It was well, and I was a teacher then, so it's interesting that I, I really enjoyed that as a teacher. Funding was an issue. That program kind of went away. For a long time, even when I was a principal, I had teachers in my school, my two second grade teachers, they wanted to continue this program, so I used some funding to have it in my school. But now that I'm on the district level, we're bringing this back district-wide. Congratulations yeah, on being able to excited. do that. This is Community Voices on NPR Illinois. I'm Randy Eccles, and we're talking with Terrence Jordan. He's from District 186, and he's talking about the program Real Men Read. And one of the key things they're looking for, even though they have a wait list right now, they're wanting to build that up so that they have more volunteers to read books in classrooms right now, third grade classrooms, mm -hmm. but that might expand. Terrence, let me ask you a little bit about yourself, just because we like folks yeah. to get to know their neighbors. Yeah. You said you were a principal and a teacher. How did you decide to get into education? This program is passionate for me because I can honestly say that reading was not one of my favorite things to do as a kid. And it, and it could be because I didn't see a lot of male readers in my life. I got into education kind of by accident, honestly. I graduated from a school in Mississippi. I moved here. I started working. I was working in construction, but I did have a degree, and I didn't realize how cold it got in wintertime up here. You know, being <laughs> right. a boy from the South, it's a little different. <laughs> and so construction slowed. I went in and put in a sub-certificate because some of my family told me to do it. I still remember that day I walked in Fightin's school as a kindergarten assistant, and I fell in love, and that was 20 years ago. And so, you know, I was a librarian, I was a substitute teacher, and I decided to go back 
to school to get my teacher certification. I got I completed that at UIS Springfield, and I got my teacher certification. I taught first grade, taught third grade, went back to UIS, got my principalship, and I was a principal at Blackhawk for for seven years. That's a great story. My understanding is we still need teachers. And yeah, that there's we, a shortage. we need teachers. We're always looking to recruit teachers. If you're out there, you ever had that desire to teach, I can tell you, because it's a second career for myself, that's a great career. The Real Men Read program is going to be so impactful to the readers because one of the things that I do to stay connected to kids is I've been going to different classrooms for the past three years in this role, reading to students. I'm going tomorrow to do a read aloud to a group of second grade students. So I just love it. When you do read, is there a discussion afterwards? Yeah, there's a discussion before. I would advise anybody to tell the kids a little bit about you. Mm -hmm. They want to know about you. Tell them about your career. Tell them about your family. Tell them something cool and interesting about you. I think uh, relationships are important, especially in this case, because the people will be going back to these classes month after month. And so they're going to get to know the kids and the kids get to know them. And then you can also have discussions during the, the read aloud. Ask kids, have the, is there something that they relate to in the book or you can tell how you relate to something that's happening in the book. Yes, don't just sit down and read. Have a conversation. Get the kids engaged. You can even get some books even have an opportunity for kids to say something along with you. So just, yeah, do all those things to get kids engaged and excited because we want them to enjoy it, not to think it's boring. So we need the readers to Show them it's an enjoyable experience. Have some passion. Yes. Yeah. Again, we're talking with Terrence Jordan. He's at District 186. He's been leading the Real Men Read initiative that's been restarted. Learning a little bit more about Terrence. Besides Real Men Read, what are you enthusiastic about outside of work lately? What What are you passionate about? You know, about? I was thinking about that today, and I was thinking about talking to the community about why there's a need for men to read. Because when we spend time with our kids, it's more activities. And I was thinking now, what would be my activity that I spent with my son if I had one? And it would be fishing. I love to fish. (laughs) (laughs) That's my pastime. I love to go out on the water. I love to go fishing. And it takes my mind off everything other than trying to catch a fish. Do you get out on Lake Springfield? Yeah, I go to Lake Springfield. I travel to Lake St. Crest. I go to up to Shelbyville. I just put it like this. If there's water and the potential <laughs> of fish, I will go fishing there. If you had a hope for the next year or something that could happen, mm-hmm. what would that be? In regards to the Real Men Read program? Both or, there and for yourself. Well, I would hope that um, in the year to come that this program is so popular and so impactful because we do want to measure the impact of the program that we can expand it. Desire from the community to participate and be a part of it, I want it to be so overwhelming that we are able to provide a reader for all the classes. So expansion means not just third grade, but fourth, fourth grade, fifth, specifically in elementary ages. Kindergarten, kindergarten, to be honest, kindergarten are some of the best to read to. <laughs> but, you know, we want to expand the program. That will be my hope for this program. How about you personally? Me personally, I'm, I'm pursuing my doctorate at St. Louis University. So my goal is to finish that up. 
personally. Wish that's, you the best. Thank that. you. That, that's thank a you. tremendous accomplishment. And guess what? It requires a lot of reading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It serves you well once you got it down. That's you know, that right. That reading opens the door to just about everything. Yeah, yes, it does. Any last piece of information you'd like to share with well, us? Well, I would just like to share that we're excited about this. We hope that our community is excited. We've gotten a lot of positive feedback. We know that our students and our teachers are excited. And I would say that this is one of the most flexible ways and most impactful ways that you can give back to our community and to our schools and to our students. Terrence Jordan, thank you so much for joining us from District 186 to talk about the Real Men Read program. One of the things they're looking for right now are volunteers to get lined up for future use. You can do that by going to the District 186 website. We'll also put a link at nprillinois.org. If you're interested in volunteering, you can sign up to do so. Terrence, thank you so much. Thank you. Community Voices is events you might have missed and conversations with neighbors, artists, and area business people. Suggest a guest. Email communityvoices at nprillinois.org and we'll explore interviewing them. Stay in touch with Community Voices and other news by subscribing to NPR Illinois Daily at nprillinois.org, a daily email newsletter that helps make sure you are in the know. You are listening to Community Voices on NPR Illinois 919 UIS.